Yeah, so we are officially live. We are live. And I wanted to cover a very interesting uh, topic today, right? Salute to everyone tuning in. I'm your host, JF Bay. This is the Third Eye High uh, podcast, and it's streaming via Wisdom. Salute to everyone on the Wisdom platform. And I just want to go into. the controversy that we're all dealing with now there was a story that came out this week as a matter of fact where the new york state just uh ruled for city sanitation workers that the workers be reinstated for being fired for failing to take the vaccine right so now there's a broader conversation that has to be had because for one, the vaccine mandates, the mass mandates, they've been illegal since day one. So they have people believing that the city workers will all be given their jobs back, right? But you had uh, a statement come out from uh, Eric Adams. This is in New York City. And Eric Adams says that basically... Uh, about 1,500 employees will be reinstated. And that's only the ones that, that pressed a lawsuit to, to sue because their religious exemption wasn't being accepted. Right? So the real thing about this is <laughs> let's go deeper into the conversation because uh, all workers will not be returning back to their jobs. The article was only speaking of the sanitation workers from New York City but you have our people in the country that we're going to look at this and say well you know that applies to all workers and this and that and that and in a a sense it does but they're going to spin the conversation to where it doesn't case in point if you don't know your rights are being violated your rights will be continue they will continue to be violated so case in point right let's look at the the mass mandate right so they say that uh for private sector workers this uh mass mandate and uh vaccine mandate is going to expire november 1st of this year but if you go back into what's been happening since the pandemic uh april of this year the supreme court ruled the mandates unconstitutional so which means they already got caught breaking the law violating your rights but yet they're still doing it and then when they give you a little leeway they say you know that was a victory and this and that but no one is holding these politicians accountable for all of the bogus executive orders they kept issuing because nobody really had a constitutional authority that's why every 30 days your governor of your state was announcing that it was another state of emergency So each month they would keep saying it's another state of emergency. It's another state of emergency. So all all this was doing was extending a list of suggestions, right? Because we're going to go into the Supreme Court case where they ruled that the CDC had no constitutional power whatsoever. The CDC had no constitutional power to tell you put a mask on, take a mask off. They had no constitutional power to tell you to take a vaccine. They had no constitutional power to tell you to tie your shoe. This is the CDC. So everything they've been doing has been 
uh, a suggestion. And we as a people have been following a suggestion and politicians have been using this suggestion to basically run your lives. And we noticed that they don't even talk about the cases anymore. They don't talk about none of that. You don't see the Corona uh, virus task force. You don't see none of those news briefings anymore. But yet they're still uh, forcing people at their jobs, forcing people in college, forcing kids in elementary to take a vaccine. So I want you, anyone that's listening to this, if you're being forced to take a vaccine, no matter what sector you work at, private or a government business, I can assist you with a consultation and help you get your religious exemption approved free of charge. And I'm going to play a few testimonies. I've helped hundreds of people since this pandemic has started. And I just did it by highlighting their rights, showing them how to stand up on their rights highlighting which rights are being violated and using a religious conversation because when you bring the bible into this conversation they have no power over god now regardless of what religion you subscribe to your religious book can also combat these mandates because they're all illegal so we're going to go into a few stories that show you because you notice at the airport right when this thing first started they wouldn't let you travel they were grounding airplanes and you know they were forcing people to wear three and four masks and sit in your seat they were taping people to seats at the airport you know for not you know not wearing the mask during the flight and they were going to find people at the airport for not wearing the mask and then it all stopped you notice that it all stopped why did it stop we're going to go over that supreme court case that basically called out the cdc they said wait a minute you have no authority to tell people to do anything so you notice when you go to the airport everything's optional but when this thing first started tsa security might have tackled you if you didn't have your mask on but now why is it you can fly you can fly freely without a mask because the supreme court ruled that it was unconstitutional and the cdc had no authority whatsoever to enforce a mask mandate a vaccine mandate shit a tie your shoe mandate so what happened was this instead of them being honest with the population and telling us hey we got caught violating everybody's rights we're sorry and matter of fact we're gonna tell you all the rights that we've been violating of yours so what happened is they just let the story die down people still continue to play along with oh i'm gonna wear my mask just in case the very first month of this fauci out of his own mouth he said the masks are for people who are sick so they don't spread it to people who aren't sick how did they end up convincing the entire country to wear a mask several of them but even if you go into deeper that i want people listening to the sound of my voice I want you to research something everything i put down it, it, it's up for scrutiny right because we all have an opinion and we can be opinionated in this country. But then there's a line where you have to draw where you're speaking facts over feelings, right? Over your individual opinion. So what I'm saying is this. I want you to look up something called bacterial pneumonia. Bacterial pneumonia. So the longer you wear these self-contaminated masks, you're breathing in your own gases, your own contaminated air, and you pollute your lungs, and long-term use of these masks 
you develop something called bacterial pneumonia. And it has similar symptoms just like COVID. So the longer they're telling you to keep that mask on your child, your child's going to have breathing, breathing problems. The longer you put that mask on, you're going to have breathing problems. You ever notice that the uh, surgeons in the hospital, they spoke about those masks. They wear those masks during surgery. And you know what they said? They changed the mask every 10 minutes. The minute they touch the mask, it's contaminated. So how can you wear a mask for eight hours, putting it under your chin, uh, keep adjusting it at the nose? The minute you touch it, it's contaminated. So how can you wear it for eight hours on end, let alone five days a week? So people are walking around self-contaminating themselves and it's a bunch of hysteria going on. So I want to look at this this particular story, right? Because everyone is sharing it on their social media, but still to this day, your rights are being violated. There's millions of workers that will never return for refusing the vaccine and they could sue and be reinstated and get their job back just by implementing a religious exemption. See, most people filled out for a religious exemption, but they weren't aware as to the criteria, meaning they would ask you a bunch of frivolous questions to throw you off of standing on your constitutional right to use your exemption. What am I talking about? No one in this country could be denied a religious exemption. See, when you start to put certain uh, subject matter in your letter, they would zero in on that and they would deny you based upon your incompetence as of how the law works how it applies to you and how to competently stand up on your rights. And I've helped police officers keep their jobs. I've helped nurses keep their jobs. I've helped lab technicians that give the vaccine at pharmacies keep their job who refused the vaccine and just simply wrote a letter, got their religious exemption approved, and they're still working. They don't have to be forced to mass to wear. They don't have to be forced to take a test. Because it's all unconstitutional. The Supreme Court already ruled that they ruled this in April, <laughs> April of this year, months ago, that it's illegal for the CDC to force a mask on you, a test or a vaccine. They have no authority, zero whatsoever. And where does this authority come from? It comes from the legislation. So which means none of the state governments put out any actual laws on the books to enforce a, a, a mass mandate, a vaccine mandate. Why haven't they? Because it would violate one of your most secure rights as per the constitution. Now, are you guys familiar with the 14th amendment? Yeah, that applies to some way. Are you guys familiar with interstate commerce laws? That also applies to why the airport stopped forcing you to wear a mask. Because they don't control interstate commerce and neither does the CDC. So we're talking about a violation of the supremacy clause in the constitution. So let's go into that. What are they talking about? The supremacy clause in the constitution. We'll put a pin in that and we'll come back. But I want to go at this first story that uh, came out yesterday. So New York's New York Supreme court reinstates fired sanitation workers who did not comply with NYC vaccine mandate. So now in New York City, the vaccine mandates for the private sector have expired on September 20th. And for the summer of the city workers and the private sector, it will expire November 1st. 
but you still have people wearing masks. You still have people getting tested on the streets. Those illegal set up tents for COVID testing because there's no proof that any of the tests actually detect anything because the test gave more false positives than actual positive readings. But that's another conversation. So it says a New York uh, state judge reinstated 16 fired sanitation workers who did not comply with the New York City's vaccination mandate issued October 2021, deciding they should also get back pay. So most of us will read this story and say they're going to reinstate all of the city workers. That's not what's happening. These particular 16 uh, firefighters, they put together a class action lawsuit and they sued the city for violation of their constitutional rights because their religious exemption was refused. And I've helped four uh, fire workers that wasn't in this group that never lost their job and their religious exemption got approved. And I'm going to prove all this, right? Because, you know, I could be someone just rambling on a soapbox, but I'm going to prove this because I'm just trying to show that truth is universal and it belongs to all of us, no matter the race, the religion, creed or color. So these only, the only 16 workers that will be reinstated. In fact, uh, Mayor Adams of New York City comes out and says that uh, about 1,500 workers will be reinstated. Only 1,500 city workers. And you're talking about uh, over close to 50,000 who were terminated for refusing the vaccine. They're not speaking about these people getting their jobs back. In fact, they're not even speaking about the thousands that they say they're going to reinstate. They're not talking about the back pay. That's another uh, battle they got to fight. Do you see what's going on here? So people will see this and say, those 16 workers, they fought the fight for us so we don't have to do anything find out why they won their case what did they prove they proved that it was unconstitutional to force a vaccine on them your job or or vaccine that's illegal that's what they proved so if it applies to them why wouldn't it apply to you in your private sector or wherever you work but if you don't know that your laws are being violated and what laws that are being violated that's the key because the way things work in this country, ignorance of the law is no excuse. If you don't know your rights, you don't have any. So in the ruling Monday, Judge Ralph uh, Presario wrote, there is nothing in the record to support the rationality of keeping a vaccination mandate for public em- employees while vaccinating while vacating the mandate for private sector employees or creating a carve out for the certain professions like athletes, artists and performers. This is clearly an arbitrary and capricious action because we are dealing with identical unvaccinated people being treated differently by the same administrative agency. So what he's getting at in March of this year, they lifted the mandate for the athletes and the actors. So what separated the actors and the athletes' rights from yours? See, now we're talking about money and status. And with money comes information, right? So these people, you know, their lawyers let them know the legality of the pushback if they refuse the vaccine because they had a little money to understand their rights. But I'm telling you that to know your rights is public knowledge. It has nothing to do with your financial upbringing. Do you understand your connection with the Constitution? And that's 
the greater conversation that we need to have. So what took place in this whole ordeal, they're saying that, wait a minute, if you're saying that it's a deadly virus and the population needs to get vaccinated to stop the spread, does the virus know that you're an athlete? Does the virus know you play for the Knicks? Like, what the hell is that? Like, how is my rights not more important than someone that dribbles a basketball? But it's, it's showing you that they were playing politics with that. So let's go back to this. So if they lifted the mandate for, for athletes and professional entertainers, remember, how can they lift something that they never had any authority <laughs> to issue in the first place? See, it's a game they're playing. And with your simple religious exemption letter, you can stop this shit in its tracks. They're forcing your kid at college. Oh, you, you can't come back to college next semester without your vaccination and your booster. Bullshit. Contact me. Help with my exemption at gmail.com. Help with my exemption at gmail.com. Send me an email. Set up a time to book a consultation with me. This It'll be like maybe 45 minute consultation. I'll go over all of the religious rights i'll go over your constitutional rights i'll go over how you can enforce these things how you can write your simple letter yourself handwritten and all you got to do is get it notarized and turn it into anyone pushing a vaccine on you a test on you a mask on you it's time for us to stand up for our rights because they're not going to tell you they're violating your rights look at the look at the condition they have the country in they 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 uh, stare our conversation They stare our emotions Right They got the country More angry at Kanye Than what we should be Angry at these politicians for For ruining our lives For the past almost three years There's thousands of businesses Excuse me There's thousands of businesses In New York City That went out of business Bankrupt Had to close their doors These people will never get compensated They won't get bailed out They didn't get none of that PPP money and you mean to tell me all this shit was a political sham? Because we're up to what? The 12th variant? And yet, no more coronavirus task force. No more scary news uh, alerts. No more updates of the cases. No more updates of the deaths. All of this shit just mysteriously went away. But yet, when it's convenient, they're still enforcing their power on you. Hey, put your mask back on. Right now, they're talking about it's going to be a winter surge. Bullshit. None of them had the power to issue a mandate. Every 30 days, they hid behind a suggestion of the CDC. Just a suggestion. Because New York City, on April 21st, ruled that the CDC had no constitutional authority from none of the branches of government. None of them. <laughs> so, what is all this about? So, what is really being violated? Do you know that your First Amendment right protects your religious freedom? You have the right to practice a religion any way you see fit. That's your very first right. So how is it that they're able to push people around for so long? It starts off with Congress shall make no law. Violating your religious rights. That's why Congress has not to date put out a law that says... Everyone has to take a vaccine. Everyone has to wear a mask. Everyone has to get tested. Why haven't they put a law on the books still till this day? Because it's all illegal. 
So if you're being forced to wear a mask at your job, contact me. Let's write that religious exemption letter so you can get back to breathing freely because it's nothing in the air but your air. And the only thing that's spreading a, a, a said man-made virus is the people that were vaccinated that are shedding. This is all scientific proof, not conspiracy theory. Research what I'm talking about. There is something called shedding. And as of late, they came out and said that the vaccines don't stop transmission. But there was a host of doctors saying this in 2020, that none of the vaccines, the DTaP or the the flu vaccines were ever designed to stop transmission. So even when they admitted this to us, they doubled back on the story and said, you know, the vaccines are still effective. Wait a minute. If it doesn't stop transmission, well, what the hell does it do? I know it causes mitocarditis. I know it causes enlarged Hearts. I know it causes heart attacks. I know it causes massive blood clots. It does cause that. So what does it stop if it doesn't stop all these things? So it's it's alarming. It's disturbing. You know how many people have gotten their children vaccinated, five year olds, uh, newborn babies vaccinated, and still to this date, as a matter of fact, Moderna and Pfizer they're officially on the books. With the vaccine uh, compensation uh, act to whereas they're 100 percent no liability for anything that happens for the next thousand years. Right. So if anything happens to anyone that was vaccinated, whether it happens to you this year, five years from now, you will not be compensated and they will write you off as a person and volunteered to take an experimental drug. Ignorance of the law is no excuse That's a maximum of law in this country Ignorance of the law is no excuse President Thomas Jefferson said it A country that expects to be ignorant and free Can never ever be A country that expects to be ignorant and free Can never ever be Because if the people don't know the laws that govern them You're someone's slave Henceforth Look at this medical enslavement that's been taking place for almost three years in this country. No backlash to none of the politicians. You got a president in there that's been tap dancing. And we haven't seen an official press release from Joe Biden, Joe Biden in front of the White House since he's got elected. We haven't seen him and Kamala Harris in the same room since they've been elected. In fact, she still doesn't even live on the White House property. They're still renovating the so-called Vice President Guest House. If you want to believe that, you're talking about a president that got the most votes in history and he's hiding from the public. We don't see him. And the only platform he ran off was I'm going to get student debt canceled. Well, that's also in the Supreme Court and they put a halt to that. And as a matter of fact, they're not canceling anyone's debt for student loans. They're only canceling up to 20,000. And it has to be through a federally accredited school and it has to be a loan approved by FAFSA so so on top of that they're doubling back and say you know what as the president you don't even have the power to do that so the only promise he he gave people was to cancel student debt and that was his platform he ran to become president and he doesn't even have the power to enforce that Sons in bed with Ukraine, all this stuff's researchable. 
they make business deals and money from Ukraine and then you hear the situation with the Ukraine and the Russia war and why they're back in Ukraine opposed to Russia why they tried to say Trump was in bed with Russia when the FBI found out that whole investigation was a sham put on by Hillary Clinton Joe Biden and Barack Obama this is out of the mouth of the FBI agents who led the investigation we were just put up to this we know it was a wild goose chase but what I'm saying why I'm bringing all this and I don't want to digress from the point I'm saying that look at all this stuff that took place in the past five years of our lives and we're not outraged with any of these lying ass politicians any of these people that turned our worlds upside down they told you you couldn't make a living they shut down all industries and then years later when we're coming to our senses and we're saying wait a minute they just came out with a story a few weeks ago that they're creating something in the lab in Boston they're creating a new strand of the coronavirus wait a minute this is a project of theirs they created a super strand 50 times more deadly why would you create that in a lab what if it leaks out of a lab <laughs> henceforth Fauci's lab caused this whole ordeal so why would they be creating a strand stronger if they weren't planning it planning to release it to the population to keep this thing going on because look at all of this power that they all gave themselves when this thing started and even when they got outed for not having any power whatsoever the CDC is still telling you we recommend you get a booster Listen to what they just said, a recommendation. That's like, I recommend you look both ways before you cross the street. That don't mean I got power over you. I'm just giving you a suggestion. And that's what the CDC got caught doing. For the whole two years, they've been suggesting shit. And agencies and governments and, and companies have been following it. Some blindly, some monetarily been following. Because it meets their bottom line too. You know how much money they made off these bogus tests that don't work? Just think of that. We're in a time where it's a virus so deadly, you got to be tested to know that you are sick. You got to be tested to know that you have it. And then the test might give you a false positive. <laughs> and you can't even sue them for giving a false reading. And the same lab that made these tests also were behind the contaminated baby formula. And we don't see the connection of all these things. And then you see all these younger babies being sick. And then they were forcing a vaccine on them saying that these babies had COVID. When it was all bullshit, it was just another way for them to sell their product. You're talking about the CEO of Pfizer who caught COVID even after he caught a booster shot. So you're talking about the CEO of the company that makes the vaccines that's supposed to be saving the world. He also caught COVID. The damn president caught COVID his cabinet so what I'm if you want to believe that they had anything but I'm just saying how are they pushing something that's so protective that's going to keep us safe when it's people up to their third and fourth shot health debilitating people it's people whose jobs are on the line for not getting a booster shot reach out to me even if you didn't you weren't aware that they violated your rights and you took one shot and then you're not feeling too right you know what i'm saying you you developing blood clots something a little uneasy and they can't explain it to you and on top of it they're going to force you to take a booster to keep your job contact me they're lying to you 
one simple letter you can you, you can set off a lawsuit if they try to disagree with what you're standing on but i guarantee you out of the 285 people i've helped to date every last one of their exemptions got approved no matter where they work i've helped police officers <laughs> teachers firefighters sanitation workers school teacher aides I've helped all kind of people just because I'm able to help and I'm just using God's truth to do it that's it God's truth to do it and uh I don't know uh let me see I don't know Greg you want to come in to speak are you covering this topic Greg or are you just coming in to speak on something separate from the topic so i bring you in and i just want to see if you're adding to the subject matter hey jermaine how you doing yeah what's up greg how's everything i'm always respectful to the subject matter I don't, I don't shit in anybody's living room and walk out and leave them with a mess. I can't stand that on these platforms. Anyway. Appreciate it, uh, my brother. Yes, absolutely. I respect this. Um, this reminds me, and I'm not, I'm not going into this, but this is exactly what COVID is to me. When Secretary of Defense under George Bush, uh, Donald Rumsfeld, was talking about these weapons of mass destruction that they were going to find, this is what he said when they couldn't find them. Just because we can't find them doesn't mean they aren't there. And based on that, they continued the slaughter. Yeah. That's what COVID is. You just described it beautifully to me when I heard yeah. you talking. It's yeah. no different. This Man. is a lather, rinse, repeat, as you well know. This is how they do business. There you go, brother. Because remember, you notice how it was so deadly, and then now it became livable. Then it became this variant's more deadlier than this variant. Yes. And then none of the vaccines worked for any of the variants. Yeah, you know what? you know what is so interesting is you said it so well you said this virus is so deadly you have to be tested to know if you have it there you go that is that should be enough to unpack this for most people however this is what i have not because i'm a genius this this takes time for some people to come around to this there's people that it doesn't matter what we tell them yeah. We cannot get them off of what they believe because somebody in their family died. Um, would they put on a respirator? They don't, they don't talk about the details and the context and the timeline because they're grieving. I mean, you know, yeah. they, somebody died. But I'm like, I had to really just, for the most part, keep my mouth shut when this whole thing broke loose. Um, I will say during the entire debacle, the entire clown show of COVID, I only wore a mask like five times. Yeah. Um, twice to get into a place to get a, hair, uh, a haircut and a couple times to walk into a quick stop gas station. But other than that, um, they didn't go hard on us here in Tennessee. I know a lot of other states got treated a lot worse. Yeah. And to, to add to what you were saying about, you know, the hospitals and how they were treating it. I, I was speaking with a traveling nurse right now. He was bouncing from state to state and helping out, you know, with a lot of the COVID patients in the hospital wards. And he broke down in the middle of his interview. He says, I, I wasn't aware that we were killing patients. Right. Because the things they were telling them to do when they came to the hospital. So it's like I give you a diagnosis. You got COVID. You come to the hospital. You're, you're frantic. You're already uncertain. You know, you're hearing people dying around you. 
And a lot of people were misdiagnosed. Yes. They were rushed onto breathing machines, right? Yeah. And the guy was saying that, you know, a lot of the mucus is going to build up in the body. Now, if you're in a hospital, all of the nurses, they're trained to move their patients every few hours. They have people laying in the, in the bed on their backs, mucus filling up in their lungs, which would force them onto a respirator. Yep. You know, and once if I put you on a respirator and you're not supposed to be on that, I'm now uh, introducing artificial breathing to someone that has perfectly good lungs. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not an expert in this, but I have heard from non-mainstream sources that the probability of walking out of their life after they put you on a respirator is not good. There you go. Yep. And, 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 and to, to add to what you're saying, uh, four years ago, my father passed on one of those machines, right? Nothing to do with COVID. But my little sister, a few months later, was on the same machine. Damn. She went into a diabetic coma and she made it off it. And on top of that, they said she had COVID twice and they were lying. They yeah. said she had pneumonia in each lung, like all of this. And we took her to another physician who found nothing. How do we explain that? There, I'll tell you, there's a guy that has done some interviews on this very specific topic and the nightmare of going into a hospital. I mean, you want to talk about priests in white robes, man. It's scary in there. But anyway, I'm not going to get off into the weeds. This is, yeah. just, this is just a piece of information. He does really high-quality, very respectful, non-craziness interviews. Um, Crow777radio.com. C-R-R-O-W-777.com. Okay. And he's done some specific ones of people that went into the hospital knew the protocol and what goes on and what you and I are talking about, but they had gotten so sick that, that this is like a physician that they, you know, they're like, I, I mean, I've got to get to the hospital or I'm not going to make it. And they were adamant and they had documents and notarizations and everything. Do not give me X. And yeah. the, these, they're like doing everything humanly possible to go against the patient's wishes. It's, it's just, it's a big nightmare. Um, but in the end, it's the, sad because the biggest you, uh yeah great the biggest uh alarming factor was your loved ones weren't allowed to see you once you were admitted yes yes and what that does is it it the, i know you know this because of the topic that you're covering people do not understand how powerful propaganda is and go. that that's peeling the layer i know you're into this it sounds like you're definitely into this they this whole covid thing Part of the mechanics of it psychologically was to dehumanize individuals and yeah. separate them. That's what the lockdowns were. And then look what what, what happened to what happened to the the social distancing? <laughs> all the, like yeah. all the stuff they introduced yeah. is like laughable at this moment. Where did they come up with six feet? I want to I want show me the mathematical formula. <laughs> I want to know the trigonometry and the math and the algebra where that number came from. You know, I'm yeah. gonna tell you where it came from. You know, somebody sat around a boardroom and they pulled that straight out of their ass. Six yeah. feet. That's what they Pretty did. Because oh, six by feet. the way, what's the old saying? He's six feet under. Oh, yeah. maybe that's where that number came from. Walking, walking dead. There you go. Six yeah. feet. Yeah. Anyway, listen, I'll get off here. Thank you, man. You keep doing what you're doing, brother. Good stuff. Hey, man, thanks thanks for adding some insight, Greg. You take Have care. Have a good one. All right. All right. Peace. So, yeah, guys, like if you see this whole uh, conversation that, that, you know, we're having as Americans, you know, this is an ongoing conversation because 
it looks like they're going to be running with this COVID thing, especially into the next election, right? And this is the first time when, you know, as Greg mentioned, these weapons, right? These weapons of mass destruction, right? They used a, a, a so-called pandemic to take an election. Now, whether you vote for Trump or this, this was the very first time where they introduced the most mail-in ballots ever in the history of this country. First time ever where they were forcing people to say, you know what? It's a deadly virus out there. So deadly, you'll die if you go to the polls. Just mail it in. And then they speak of all of these pre-filled out ballots that just showed up on the night of election time. But that's here nor there. Because those that didn't see some truth from this past election, you're going to see it on this one. In fact, there was two states they were showing armed guards that were showing up to the to the voting uh polls what's going on with that intimidating people in line waiting to vote what's that about are they going to make that a racial situation are they going to make that a left right kind of thing and we know that you know democrats republicans are just wings of the same bird we know this one's gonna rob you brutally the other one's gonna rob you in console you you know if you want to look at it that way so we're not you know i'm not stuck on this side or that side of politics and talking points i'm looking at what benefits the collective because all of these politicians were in on something that affected our lives and it's still affecting our lives and they all seem to act like it just went away what happened to ebola remember that was going to be the next thing what happened to monkeypox that was going to be the next thing. I'm in New York City. They said we had thousands of cases. And then monkeypox just disappeared off the face of the earth. They're now saying, get your flu shot. The flu season is, is back better than ever. Now they're saying it's going to be a twindemic. The flu and the, if you want to believe anything these people are telling you, your life's going to be in shambles because you're going to be constantly on edge. You're going to constantly be in a state of fear. And if I can keep you in fear, I can keep you controlled so new york city reinstates these city employees but what about the thousands of excuse me the millions of people across the country that lost their job will they be reinstated because it still applies so whether you work at walmart or you play for the new york knicks if your rights were being violated somebody has to answer for that and we're talking about mass class action lawsuits that are going to be still ongoing because there were thousands of New York City teachers that were fired. So in this article, they're only speaking of the 16 firefighters that will be reinstated. What about the hundreds of police officers they fired because they didn't take the vaccine? But I know of three police officers that I helped them with religious exemption and they kept their jobs. They weren't in that group. Do you see how knowledge is power? If you know how your rights are being violated and you could stand up to these people, regardless of you having to go to law school and you don't need a law degree to simply write a religious exemption letter. But how is it that the churches are, are vaccinating people in the church? But I can show you in the Bible where your protection lies, where your God, because God says, I go by many names. I am that I am. I exist. That's what he told Moses. So whether you call God Krishna Yahweh, Yahshua, Buddha, Muhammad, Allah, whatever you subscribe to your creator, that's your religious freedom and it's protected by your First Amendment right. And no job can violate your First Amendment right and no government.
can violate your First Amendment right. How do I prove that statement? To date, there hasn't been one law on the books to enforce vaccines, masks, or testing. If they, they say it's beneficial to us, why haven't these smart minds, these great politicians, got together in a room and put together some legislation? Because they can't. They can't put together the legislation. Why? One, it'll violate your First Amendment right. And what happens when someone violates your First Amendment right? See, the Constitution is set up so cleverly because it speaks of your First Amendment right, your freedom of speech, your freedom of religion, your freedom of protest, your right to address your uh, grievances with the government. And when all else fails, your Second Amendment says you have the right to bear arms because you're dealing with a tyrannical government at that point. Do you see why none of these politicians stood up and said, we're going to put a law out that says you have to take a vaccine? Why haven't they done it? Because they know you're going to have all kind of constitutional lawsuits popping up. Now, even in your religious exemption letter I'm going to help you with, you're not even going to speak about your constitutional right. It goes without saying. In this country, ignorance of the law is no excuse. The politicians are treating us when they're elected officials, public servants. They work for us. They serve the public. But they're telling you, you should already know your rights. And if they're being violated, you should already know how to get remedy. That's why they walk around with such arrogance. Like, ah, you know, your, your court is violating your rights. Ah, what you going to do? That's why the airport said, hey, we're not worried about you putting a mask on. We don't even care if you're tested. We don't even care if you got COVID flying through the airport now. Why? Because they knew it was all bullshit. But they were following the protocol of the CDC. CDC had no authority whatsoever, ever. Even during polio times, even during the Black Plague, none of these health organizations had this kind of authority. And all of a sudden, they just got it. Even when uh, the CDC tried to say they were behind the eviction moratoriums. Well, why didn't the government, they knew that this was going to cause, you know, problems with people paying their rent and their mortgage. Because if they don't have a job, a way to make a living, they, then their, their bills stop or their payments of the bills stop. So they knew that people were not going to be able to sustain themselves if you just shut down all industry. But they did it anyway. And the CDC says, well, we're making suggestions. But when they got outed, that they had no power to, to, to even enforce a, a, a eviction. Because look at this. Here's was, here was the conversation. If people get evicted... They're going to be in the streets homeless and they might get sick and catch COVID. That's what that was keeping people in their houses. So the CDC said, hey, it's an emergency out here. It's a health crisis. And if we got more homeless people in the streets, they're going to catch COVID. But I got a problem here. Do you know the homeless population was the lowest population to catch COVID? You're talking about people that don't have access to running water at most times to wash their hands or take a bath or wear masks frequently as everyone else. And they're part of the lowest transmission rate of population. So if the homeless people weren't dying in droves from this deadly virus, how deadly is it? And that's the whole point of it, right? They said that, you know, children were going to be dying. What happened to all the cases where it was thousands of cases of kids sick with COVID in school? What happened to that? Many of these children were not vaccinated 
oh, you're going to believe that they got quarantined. And then what happened to that? What happened to the 14 day isolation quarantine shit? Matter of fact, the first two weeks of this, remember that? Everybody stay home for 14 days, guys. We're going to end this pandemic. And we're almost three years into it. And these people are still making money. They printed somewhere ups of $7 trillion of money that's going to be on the backs of our babies paying taxes. None of this money was accounted for. Trump highlighted this, right? Whether you like Trump or, or not, he did highlight the wasteful spending and all of this money that was just being shilled out that no one had to account for. And all they got to do is just keep keeping you in fear every time you got a question. So this crazy thing here, right, that the judge issues this ruling. Now, there's something called full faith and credit, right? Now, this is part of some of the information I'll give you when you reach out to me for the consultation for your religious exemption, right? When you look at this, there's something called full faith and credit, right? Full faith and credit. This is a term that's inside the Constitution, the full faith and credit clause. Now, full faith and credit is this. Any court ruling of the highest land is to be treated the same in every state. Meaning, if the Supreme Court ruled it unconstitutional in one state, that ruling stands in every other state. It's called full faith and credit. It's meaning you're giving validity to the same commentary that the judge gave when he made his ruling. That applies across the board. How do I know this? There's something called interstate commerce. Now, the interstate commerce clause in the Constitution will be violated if they start saying you're flying from one city to another city and they're both trying to issue mandates in both of those cities that violate your constitutional rights and they have no power to do so. But you got to know this to be able to rebut it. You see what's going on here? And, you know, I've been giving my life to this work before the, the, the pandemic, but it just so happens that I was able to see some of the truth in such a way that I was able to empower people to stand up for themselves and just simply write a letter to tell these people, no, enough's enough. That's it. It's my babies, my body. Enough's enough. And if I get sick, I'm going to get sick. Right. And we know that it was people that, you know, developed what they called COVID, got over it and nothing happened. Then there were people that were scared into taking all of these particular treatments. And as we were speaking with my brother, Greg, many people went into the hospital, and never made it out. I got family members that, you know, went in and never came out. So I'm not downplaying this thing. Oh, people weren't dying. It's not a real. I want you to go back. Go back to 2019. Let's go back a little bit. Let's go back to 2019, guys. In 2019. In October of 2019, to be exact, the National Institute of Health, the NIH, Fauci's organization, headed by Fauci, they ran a study. Excuse me. They ran a clinical research study where in about six or seven states, they were giving people somewhere up to $3,300 to take an experimental new flu vaccine. Research me on it. 
Still to this day, nobody's talking about the story. In 2019, Fauci's organization in about seven different states, they ran a paid clinical study where they were given more than likely most of the people from the inner cities and minority communities. If you want to, you know, pick up what I'm putting down, they solicited them with a payment of thirty three hundred dollars to come in to be an inpatient to do what? Sit in a lab and be quarantined for 14 days Why they recorded your symptoms. This is how they came up with the 14 day theory because they were doing this in the clinical trials. And what they were testing was a nasal spray that contained a new strand of the flu. Listen to what I'm saying, guys, because you're not going to hear this on your mainstream media. You're not going to hear this on your Joe Rogan podcast and none of that. No, we're talking about independent, independent journalism here. And you can quote me on everything I say and research everything I'm putting down because we're dealing with facts over feelings. Right. We all have, we're all entitled to an opinion. But at some point, if we all collectively start sharing the facts, we could call some of these people out and we could stop some of the atrocities that are happening to every race. That's what COVID showed us, that uh, greedy politicians aren't racist at all. Greed has no race. And as long as they can collectively agree to fill their pockets and keep us unaware in the dark. What did they say? Never let a crisis, never let a good crisis go to waste. That was a quote from one of your politicians. Never let a good crisis go to waste. And since this thing started, have they let it go to waste? These politicians never missed a paycheck. They haven't missed a paycheck since this thing started. And they're arguing whether you should be fired for refusing to take an experimental drug that can and will kill you. Most of these vaccines that you see where they do commercials, hey, have you taken this drug? You might be entitled to a class action lawsuit, right? We, we see those, those commercials years later, years later. But here's the thing. You're talking about a vaccine that was put out under eight months. Listen to what I just said. In 2019, they were doing clinical trials to test a new strand of the flu. So after this trial concluded, Right. It was a three month study. The standard flu disappeared off the face of the earth and this new strand that they deemed COVID showed up. So here's my theory. And it could be a theory, but proven given the facts. If you research what I'm telling you. Study Fauci's study that happened in 2019. Nobody's talking about it. Nobody's asked him to date. He's about to retire <laughs> with a nice severance package. Why were you conducting a paid flu study around the country that was giving people a nasal injection. And what was the first thing they were testing to see if you had COVID? They were sticking a big ass Q-tip up your nasal cavity. So here's what I'm thinking. These people, they paid in these studies. They injected them with this new strand of flu, which they called COVID. Released these people after the 14 days back into the population the strand that they created wasn't that's why I kept mutating it wasn't strong enough for them to spread it as fast as they wanted so what did they do they had to create a vaccine that included the virus in it we all know there's a portion of the virus active inside the vaccines correct so imagine if 
now a population that didn't have a, a, a virus because it was dormant or it was too weak to spread globally they now sped up the spreading of it by getting us to inject ourselves with it because they already said that you know look up something called shedding where the people with the vaccine are shedding strands of the virus that can pass on to someone else how do we know this they came out and said the vaccines don't stop transmission so what is, what's the point of taking the vaccine if I get sick it's not gonna get me well and it's not gonna stop someone else from getting sick say it with me guys IAB it's all bullshit IAB it's all bullshit so I want to play a few testimonies right before I, I wrap up this uh, this build. I want to play a few testimonies of people I help and the public and private sector keep their jobs. And all they did was simply write in their own words their religious exemption letter. Yeah, peace and blessings, everybody. Uh, I was uh, needed to get the exemption for the COVID-19 vaccine. I am doing some independent contractor work in in, in the medical field, you know what I mean, self-employed. And so they were trying to not let a brother up in there, you know, with the without the vaccine. And so, you know, I had just put, you know, type some info, you know, in response to it and they declined it. Right. So then I reached out to the brother Jermaine Farmer Bay through Facebook. You know what I mean? He let me know what to do. Handwrite it. the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, he says, speak to people in the language that they understand. So Jermaine Farmer Bay knew the language that they understand. And he, you know, and so when I used what he, I, I followed his directions, did it as he told me to do it, and bam, they approved it. So yeah, much respect to the brother, you know what I mean? You know, he know what he's doing. Peace and blessings. So uh, peace to that that brother that gave the testimony. Now, this brother was an independent contractor working in the hospitals, the medical field. And they said, you know, oh, well, you know, because you're working around sick patients. And, you know, they tried that. The same thing they pushed on the nurses and doctors. And I helped the nurse and the doctor keep their job. They didn't have to take the vaccine nor get tested nor wear a mask because it's all bullshit. Now, if you don't challenge this, they're going to make you seem as if. You're a conspiracy theorist. You're out of your mind. But as I said, I'm going to play a few more testimonies from people that I've helped successfully get their religious exemption approved. And there were a few people trying different tactics, right? Because they'll question you. This religious exemption process has nothing to do with what church you go to. What's your pastor's name? Nope. They want to know if you have a sincere relationship with your God. And if so, explain it to us. And this is how I explain it to help you explain it in your letter. But I go over key laws. I connect these things to show your competence on paper. That if they tread on your rights after this point, you have a successful lawsuit that you can win with your eyes closed. That's why they read letters that I help people create and they comply immediately government sector i help people working for boeing aircrafts they built the airplanes when they were stopping people in the airport oh you didn't get vaccinated oh you didn't get tested these people are still gainfully employed 
but I'll play another one. Good morning. I would just like to take this time out to give a huge shout out to Mr. Jermaine. Um, I work in behavioral health and recently they made the vaccine mandate for the company. So I was able to have a consultation with him and I was able to go over different laws and a lot of different things. And he made it possible for me to be able to stand up for myself and my rights. Needless to say that last night I got a text that my religious exemption was approved last night. So I'm really excited. And I just wanted to say thank you so much, Jermaine, for all that you have done for me and all that you are doing to help out our people um, with just giving us the information and just helping us to learn. I really appreciate it. And I just want you to know that you are. So to understand this, right? Ignorance of the law is no excuse, right? Regardless of what race we are, what connects us is truth, right? Now we know because we're all been we all been dealing with this for the past two and a half years. By now, you should know something is up. Something just doesn't sit right with me about this whole ordeal. It seems like I'm being bullied. It seems like I'm being pushed around, and it goes back to the sentiments of what President Thomas Jefferson said: a nation that expects to be ignorant and free can never ever be because if the people don't know the laws that govern them they're being taken advantage of and that's what we've been looking at for the past two and a half years and every time I get to help a person and they give me a testimony like this it just warms my heart because that sister didn't or that brother that I just played their testimony they didn't go to law school they didn't have to call their lawyer to get on top of this like many of the celebrities who don't have the information See, information has nothing to do with money. Knowledge is power if you can apply it. So it doesn't matter what walks of life you're coming from. Corruption is corruption. Tyranny is tyranny. Oppression is oppression. And to stand aside and watch your fellow man go through this, that's why I hurt my heart. And, and I reached out to help anyone. I don't care. I help police officers. I'll help whoever save their job behind this because I know if your rights are being violated, your rights should be protected like mines are protected and vice versa. And that's how we look out collectively for humanity. Not taking advantage of each other, but I'll play another religious exemption consultation. Um, I want to give a special shout out to the good brother Jameen um, for helping me get my religious exemption approved. I work in the human services field. Um, and I work with the mental dis disability population. So of course, some of you may know how the mandate affected us. Um, prior to me reaching out to Jermaine for um, a consultation, I had already submitted my religious exemption paperwork twice. Um, so I reached out, scheduled my consultation. Jermaine and I had the consultation. We went over um, different the different laws um we Jermaine basically showed me where he was getting this information from it wasn't like he was just trying to pull the wool over my eyes and just tell me anything um he pretty much had proof of all of his knowledge that he was relaying so that's something that stood out to me and that's something that I did appreciate through my experience with him um if i ever need to use jermaine again um 
he definitely um, will, would be the one I would run to. Um, so thank you again, Jermaine, for helping me save my job and get my religious exemption approved. Um, everyone have a wonderful day and thank So this empress that just gave me her testimony, she, she worked with uh, the mentally disabled children, right? The, you know, special needs children, right? That's what we'll say, right? Special needs. And she submitted her, her own religious exemption, right? You know, just, you know, I go to church and this and that, but she didn't understand what they were really trying to ask her. Do you have a sincere relationship with God? Because they can't violate that relationship with your God, but it must be sincere. Sincere based upon your understanding that no one can violate your God-given rights. See, they know based upon the competence of what's in your letter, if they deny you, they know it won't be no repercussions. They know you, you're not competent to sue them based upon what's stated in your letter. So she initially submitted her own letter and I showed her, you know, okay, well, this is why they attacked your letter because you got this, this, and this in there and they made it seem like you were an anti-vaxxer, you were against the vet, all of that, you know, their tactics. But once you stay on topic as of my rights are being violated in the following ways, you're kind of writing them a cease and desist letter. But it's cleverly disguised just based upon your religious freedom and that's the service i offer you know and i offer this to humanity collectively because i know that this scamdemic this you know new variant every week thing is going to go on at least beyond the next election whoever's the next president or whatever is going to happen they're still going to be talking about covid and if you didn't stop them from your rights being violated in 2020 you're not going to stop them in 2024 Let's play another religious exemption here. Peace. I wanted to take a moment to sincerely thank Brother Jermaine for pouring into me a few months back. I had reached out for help via Facebook to apply for a work religious accommodation as I am not interested in the vaccine. This brother spoke to me for over an hour and a half on religion, supremacy clauses, civil rights acts, etc., etc., or broke it all down to very relatable and digestible terms. He empowered me with the tools I needed and opened my eyes to harnessing my own personal power. I'm very happy to share that I recently was granted the religious accommodation approval. Thanks to Brother Jermaine. I'm very grateful to you for the work that you're doing for our people and in our community. Thanks again. Peace, love, and light. I got hundreds of these testimonies here, family. And as I said, the truth shall set us free. And we are definitely dealing with tyranny at its highest form. But they cleverly disguise this tyranny to where your celebrities of the day are endorsing this. Go get jabbed. They're using <laughs> music artists to make songs, you know, vax that ass up and, you know, no, no vax, no vote. Like all of this bullshit that we do not endorse. Right. Meaning, why do I got to make a rap song to trick your children to get vaccinated against your will? Right. In some states, they said that children as young as 12 don't need their parents consent to get vaccinated. You don't think this is still going to be a problem in the schools? Contact me today. Get that religious exemption for your child in the schools. Don't wait until they make up a new variant and then they pressure you and then you're a victim again and you don't know how to fight. This thing is not going away. They 
fear is their appetite. They've been feeding off our fear for the past two and a half years. They say we got them right where we want them. Whenever we want to control them, just make up a new variant. That's it. Make up a new variant. You got to get five boosters now. It's mandatory. Mandatory is just a fancy way to get you to volunteer. It holds no legal weight whatsoever. The CDC has no authority to tell you it's mandatory to tie your shoe. So for the past two and a half years, we've been playing CDC says or Simon says. Simon says, put on three masks, take four boosters and still catch COVID. Because it's that silent weapon or that weapons of mass destruction that they can implement on a population at any time. Right. There's no more world wars. There's no more boogeymen. There's no more terrorists to fight. You notice how there's never been any terrorist attacks. All this stuff died down. And the only terrorist attack seems to be your TV. Terrorizing you with news of the day of a new variant and it's more deadlier than the last. Get you a new booster because the last one doesn't work. It's and you look at the stock market. Pfizer's stock is rising tremendously each quarter. They're meeting remarkable numbers. And yet. We're still dealing with symptoms of a cold. I don't get it. I really don't. But but I'll play another one. I'll play another uh, testimony for religious exemption. Salute to this uh, empress that left me the voicemail when she received her full approval for religious exemption. Take a look. I just want to say, you know, much praise to the Most High um, for Jermaine Bay. Um, he helped me to get my religious exemption. All the points that um, he inboxed me to let me know what direction to go in as far as the laws, as far as the points that you need um, to reference in your religious exemption. I was able to get mine. I'm an expected mother. Um, and I wasn't taking a jab. So really, really appreciate um, him leading me in the right direction and giving me that knowledge. Y'all know that knowledge is power, and I just, again, want to salute the brother. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. So this sister that reached out to me that uh, booked a consultation for religious exemption, she was a mother-to-be, mother-expected. And each time she would go back to the hospital, her, her doctor would force, you know, hey, you know, you, you should get vaccinated for you and the baby. And they wasn't going to let her deliver her child at that particular hospital if she wasn't vaccinated. The sister reached out to me. I explained her rights, that they were totally lying to her. She wrote one letter, got it notarized, turned it into an affidavit, a legal document that stands as fact in a court of law, and that hospital complied with her. In fact, no one pushed the vaccine on her. She successfully gave birth to her child and was released, unencumbered. So understand this, that the minute you stand up on your rights, not uh, belligerent in the streets, I got rights and shouting and making picket signs. I'm not talking about that. Once you can hold these people's feet to the fire and say, there's going to be repercussions for you violating my rights. So I'm going to give you this letter as a cease and desist to tell you to recollect your thoughts or go get your legal team. And you don't need a lawyer to stand up and win this lawsuit. You can win it with your eyes closed because how do we know this? There's something called full faith and credit. There's since been 
three Supreme Court cases that said what they're doing is unconstitutional, no matter what, what agency. So these rulings are the fuel if you need it for your lawsuit. Remember what I said, guys, full faith and credit, which means any legal document that could be court transcripts that are authenticated and ruled to the highest office in this land. Are to be given the same credit in each state because they are the United States, right? This is why they have state government and they have federal government. So when you reach out to me, I'm going to go over all of these things and I'm not, uh, you know, pulling this stuff out of the air. I'm going to show you the laws that back it. I'm going to show you the, the laws in place that says, hey, if they violate X, Y and Z, reach out to your government official. See, we have people in these seats that are public servants and we don't know their job description. Simple inquiry to the attorney general can stop everything. <laughs> You'd be surprised. I, I got the attorney general on speed dial. Because when you know these people function, when you know their function, they get now deduced to the everyday common man, as they should. Right? You treat the janitor and the CEO with the same respect. The janitor and the CEO gets the same respect. So how is it that these politicians are so high up on the horse and they're exempt from all of these mandates, but they can keep issuing it for us? And yet you've seen every politician under the sun contract COVID that were allegedly vaccinated and we're telling you to get vaccinated make it make sense people so i'm gonna play a few more testimonies and then i'll i'll uh wrap this up and it's been a powerful build uh, i give thanks for everyone tuning in uh follow me follow me i also have a podcast if you want to check out my podcast it's third eye high so that's the number three the letter r as in robert d as in david i as in irene that's third eye high h-i-g-h the word high at gmail so you'll just put in third eye high and any uh search engine where you get your podcast content so if you go to apple amazon anchor spotify music you just put in third eye high and my podcast will come up and you know even if you're listening here i appreciate it follow share this and just keep these conversations going because you know how they say we're going to live with covid no we're going to live with the crisis that they're going to keep implementing that benefits them at will. Whenever they need some money and they got to print up something and just make up a new strand. Oh, this strand? Well, it's more deadlier than the last 10. And it's, it's you know, vaccine resistant, as they keep telling us. So why do you need a booster, 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 booster to the seventh power? <laughs> but here nor there, family. These people are paid liars. That's what politics is about. Politicians, right? They politic. They just, you know, they're talking points and they got lobbyists and, 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 and PR teams and, and statements are never made without an intent behind it. They don't just speak freely. So a lot of this stuff you see is orchestrated. That's why you've seen governors calling out other governors and some states were more relaxed than others. Oh, you don't got to wear a mask here because some states were giving their, their population a little more credit. Nah, our, our people are a little more smarter than this. They're going to eventually come to their senses and find out we're all a part of the take. We're all criminals in the right of purposely, willfully violating the people's rights to benefit us. And is that a conspiracy? Does that sound so far-fetched that someone would conspire to come together to find ways to fill their pockets 
and print up to $7 trillion that doesn't have to be accounted for. And all we got to do is make up an invisible enemy that never goes away. That's a war that never ends. A medical war? It's what we're looking at. How do we prove that? What happened to the monkeypox? I thought that was the next best thing. That was the, They said that was the next. They showed people with the symptoms and they had these you know, bumps on them. And that was the monkeypox. And, and then the story just disappeared. They went back to celebrity gossip. That's, that's orchestrated. That's not, oh, that's just a coincidence. No, that's orchestrated. Somebody's in on it. Somebody said, we're going to make the CDC take the hit. And then when the CDC gets ousted for not having any constitutional power, we're all going to say we were just following them. So for the people that died from taking the vaccine, the people that lost their businesses, lost their jobs, who's going to speak for them? And that's why I do podcasts like this. Because myself and others, we're willing to speak for them. Truth has no race. It's truth. Truth has no language. Truth in China is, is truth in America. Truth in America is truth in Africa. Truth in Europe is truth in South America. Because truth is universal. And a lie is a lie no matter what border it crosses. Let's play uh, a few more of those. The with every statement and point that I made towards my belief. In regards to submitting your religious exemption at your place of employment, I can help you get it approved, right? I just want to play uh, one of the Empress's testimonies, another sister that I've assisted. Uh, shout out to that Empress that, you know, I didn't do much. I just helped her to see from a spiritual standpoint and just to stand on her truth and her beliefs. My name is Andrea and I'm giving my testimony on how Jermaine helped me get my religious exemption approved. I live in Wichita, Kansas and I work for Spirit Aerosystems. We build Boeing aircraft. He worked with me one-on-one reminding me to keep God's word at the forefront of each of my approaches. He helped me understand the purpose of religion and how to use God's law to stand on my beliefs to obtain this exemption. With every statement and point that I made towards my belief, I used God's word, Bible verses from the Bible to help back that up. Salute to that Empress. Walk in faith and not in fear. So she got her religious exemption approved. She does not have to take that vaccine. It is against God's will. That's against her will. Psalms 31:24 Be of good courage and he shall strengthen your heart for all ye that hope in the Lord. Right? So now this is definitely a spiritual battle, right? And anyone that's, you know, being threatened to take this deadly vaccine against your free will, contact me. I can help you with your religious exemption and I can help you get it approved. For if God is with you, who can be against you? And he did say no weapons. No weapons formed against you shall prosper. I just want to play for you guys testimony of another empress I've assisted. She was granted religious exemption. And I wouldn't even say it's granted because when you truly know the law and the law starts with you, it can't refuse a child of God. Peace, Jermaine. 
I just want to thank you for helping me get my religious exemption approved. I am a behavior therapist and I work with all children. Since I am in the medical field, they mandated that I get my vaccine done or lose my job. But with your help, I don't have to. Another testimony. So now, the vaccines are unconstitutional. The masks are unconstitutional. The testing is unconstitutional. And it doesn't serve for you to just say, hey, you're violating my constitutional rights. You got to hold these people to it. And that's where I come in. I, I, I take an hour of my time to give you a consultation, to walk you through all your rights, how to compose your conversation when stating the rights that are being violated, and to show you how to get your remedy guaranteed. It's not too many people that can guarantee your exemption won't be refused. I can guarantee that they can't deny you because once you see the truth, you stand on the truth. And that's what they're afraid of. They're afraid of us collectively calling all of these people out and saying, wait a minute. They've been working on a particular vaccine at Pfizer for almost 10 years with that nanotechnology. And then mysteriously, they get the go-ahead to fast-track and try their vaccine on us like we're human hamsters or fucking guinea pigs or something. That's never happened in history. But as I said, they had that patent and they've been working on that technology for 10 years. So we keep thinking that, you know, this this scamdemic or this pandemic just popped up out of nowhere yesterday. They've been planning this thing probably since Bush was in office. And salute to my brother Greg that, that was speaking in earlier with me when he was speaking about this thing with Bush. When, remember they told us they had weapons of mass destruction in Iraq? And then we supported the Iraqi war and all that Afghanistan and many of our soldiers died young going over to fight for a lie and they never found a single weapon and he says ah we know they're there somewhere so they're gonna make up the proof as they go along we'll just keep lying to the population and every time they catch us on the lie eh, yeah you got us two and a half years we've been following what the cdc told us to do and they knew from inception they had no constitutional authority whatsoever so they let it go in the courts for a few months just to find out something we already knew these are the kind of people we're dealing with but what scares them is the truth in that bible why regardless if you subscribe to the bible i'm going to show you the hidden power within it because regardless of what religious denomination these politicians are separately, they all put their hand on that Bible and take an oath before they're sworn into office, correct? So why is it that the religious exemption seems to be only thing to stop them in their tracks? Because we're talking about God's truth. Because in that book, it's going to talk about some people that's going to take advantage of your ignorance, regardless of your race. And, 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 and I help people pull that out of the book and stand on it. And if God is with you, who can be against you? Salute to my brother uh, Ali. I'll, I'll bring you in, bro. And yeah, we're talking on this uh, powerful uh, subject matter here. And I just want to bring in another uh, speaker that wants to come in. Salute, salute to the bro Ali. 
What's going on, Ali? Yo, what's going on, brother? How you doing? All is well, man. Doing? I'm just uh, building building on this uh, topic. You know, I'm sure you see the topic here. And we've been going in for like an hour, you know. Got, got about 55 people uh, tuning in. Nice, 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 man. Peace to all the wonderful people in the chat. Um, shout out to you. And shout out to Third Eye High, man. Uh, listen, man, I'm going to let you go ahead and get to it, man. I just wanted to say, hey, what's up? And I appreciate you coming on to my show last night. I was cold. Oh, okay, not, not a problem, bro. Not a problem. Thanks for, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. And, yeah, we're just wrapping up, you know, the story that just came out, you know, when they mentioned that, you know, they were going to reinstate these uh, fired workers, these sanitation workers. But, you know, the media has this particular wordplay because the collective, we think that, yeah, they're going to reinstate everybody that, that was forced out of their job because of the vaccine. That's not what they said. They're only reinstating those 16 sanitation workers in New York City alone because they had an actual lawsuit. Do you see what I'm saying? Whereas when you write your release exemption letter, if it's covered in such a way, they're not going to want to push a lawsuit. They're not going to want to even hear this thing in court because they're going to know you're competent as to how you were how you were wronged and how you seek remedy. And will be granted remedy as per the First Amendment. So I'm not, you know, doing something special to say, well, I'm going to tell you what to say or this or that. I'm just going to tell you to stand on the truth and the truth shall set you free. And I haven't, you know, got any of these religious exemptions denied out of the 275 people I've helped to date. 76 as of this morning. Just got another person uh, just sent me an email. So if you would like to protect your rights because by the next school year they're going to be pushing the same thing so if they're not pushing this on your child now or your child's daycare they will be they're already talking about a new winter surge and new variants coming because this thing is about money and the more i can keep people in fear i can get rich and that's what's taking place and we know it we feel it in our hearts and we just don't want to call these people out on it now, there are some politicians that care about your livelihood that was speaking out. They was saying these mandates are bogus. They was saying this six inch, this six feet uh, rule is bullshit. And this wash your hands every 10 seconds. And they would have to quarantine the entire earth, right? Because we all share the same air, do we not? <laughs> so Fauci, when this thing first started, he said that the mass will drop, will, will protect and block a droplet. A droplet. They knew it was all bullshit. And as I said, Fauci ran the original study in 2019, a paid flu study where they injected the flu into people via a nasal spray. No one to date has asked Fauci about this paid study. Why were you giving people $3,000 to be injected with a new strand of the flu? And then three months later, the flu disappears off the face of the earth. And we get something that you seem to be an expert on because you were tested in your lab months earlier got funding they proved all that stuff was connected you notice they they went away with the bat soup theory i have never ate bat soup in my life i don't know about you but they told us that you know some asian people eating bat soup that's how this thing started and it spread but then all the cases died in china but they told you it came from china but if you look at the Varus website, right? The Varus website. See, all the stuff I'm speaking, you can fact check me on. 
if you go to the various website, which was the vaccine uh, portal for reporting uh, your adverse effects from taking, you know, any of the Moderna, Pfizer, Johnson, Johnson vaccines. Right. On the various website, if you go to the data that lists all of the cases, they had covid cases before they even announced it was a pandemic. And who reported it? The various website is ran by the CDC. Quote me on this. January 12th, they had cases of suspected COVID. January 12th of 2020. But they didn't lock down. They didn't lock down the country until March of 2020. Months later. But the very first people that had a case was the CDC. Does it sound like they're all in on it? Yeah, let's go public with it. Let's let's tell them it's a pandemic now. What constitutes something as a pandemic? They had to get a certain amount of people dying per day. But then that was all bullshit. They suspended the county coroner. No death is valid in this country until the county coroner, which is a constitutional officer, until he signs off on the death certificate. So in New York City, where they first orchestrated the lie, they said it was thousands of people dying per day. I'm riding around to hospital to hospital. They're empty. Regardless of what social media and the news is showing you, the people in the town is like, where are all these dead people? Remember, they stopped funerals. So you didn't see people get buried. You didn't see a constitutional officer, the county coroner, sign off on a death certificate. Family members didn't see autopsy reports. You just seen droves of people going into the hospital and never making it out. They put the nursing staff in a panic, the doctors in a panic. They were putting people on ventilators that didn't belong on ventilators. All of this stuff happened in our lifetime. And if you just take a moment to just recap on the past two years, you can see who the players are. You can see who the people who benefited off of telling us this lie. And they're the people continuing to bully us with this vaccine every week. Remember what I said, November 1st, in New York City, they're saying that, you know, the, the, the vaccine mandates expire for the private sector. But they're still forcing the vaccine on people that work for the government. Illegal is illegal. I don't care if you work for Walmart or you work for the White House. Illegal is illegal. So what I'm saying is they're going to keep this lie going because they know in a larger collective, we don't know what's going on. And we don't know that our rights are being violated and they're not going to stop because if you are not voicing your opinion that your rights are being violated, they're going to wait for an opportunity to continue to violate them. So if your children are at college, at middle school, elementary school, and they're talking, the kid has to wear a mask to be in the school, contact me. We can write that religious exemption letter. No mask. Oh, my child has to be tested to be in the school. That's bullshit. They're telling you that's against the constitutional rights of your child. Contact me. We'll create that religious exemption letter. They telling you at your job, oh, you got to get your booster. Matter of fact, you got to be double vaccinated to be in the healthcare field, to be around sick patients. You might get people sick. It's bullshit. I've helped 17 nurses, two doctors write their religious exemption letter and get it approved. And I'm not saying this to brag. I'm saying this to say once we become competent of our rights for real, we can unify against the lie. And that's my position. That's what I'm standing on. And I just want us to have more courage in ourselves 
because collectively we are brilliant people. It's those who control the propaganda on the media that make us seem like we're imbeciles, we're, we're village idiots. But collectively in our circles, this is why platforms like this can have all these intelligent people tuning into a conversation like this. Because they know something's wrong with their daily life. They know it. And they know if these people are taking advantage today, they're going to take advantage 10 years from now. This stuff's not going to just die away tomorrow, guys. Now know this. When you reach out to me to book a consultation for your religious exemption approval letter, this letter can be used for your job. The same letter. This letter can be used for your child's school. The same letter. This can be used if you're going to travel. They're telling you you can't take a travel to go on a cruise. You got to get vaccinated to go on a cruise. Violation of your constitutional right. Contact me. We're going to create that religious exemption. And you'll be on your vacation unencumbered. No masks. Drinking Mai Tais. No vaccines. None of that. Because if the virus is so deadly as, as they say. If you encounter someone sick. You're going to know that they're sick. And you're going to know how to protect yourself. But what did they tell us? People are getting over COVID like it's a common cold. Because the more we live with something, the stronger our immune systems become. So, goes back to the story that came out a few days ago in Boston. That they're creating in the lab. Scientists. Who's paying them to do it? Who's giving them a grant to do it? They're creating a stronger strand of the COVID inside a lab. Why would you be doing that when you got all these other strands mutating that supposedly killed millions of people already? What happens if that thing gets out of the lab? Oh my God. Like it got out of the other lab. Why are they doing this? Because their plan is to keep this thing going. Especially the next 10 years at least. So don't wait until they pressure you at your job to say, well, my job's not in that. And, you know, they're, they're making it optional. They're making it optional. But I know at your job, they're still pushing. Uh, it would be better if you get vaccinated. Remember they had the war against the vaccinated and unvaccinated? It was like, we're, we're aliens because we don't take the vaccine. And these people thought they were like superheroes for getting vaccinated. Uh, until those adverse reactions came out. To date, you have over 50,000 people that have adverse reactions, either them or their family members, that are maimed, paralyzed, heart problems, heart attacks. Some of them died. Research this. Over 50,000 claims to the vaccine um, adverse event or the vaccine compensation fund, right? The vaccine compensation fund. That's the website where you go to make your claim if you're injured from a vaccine. 50,000 people made a claim have yet to have their case heard. But what happened just a week ago? They gave total immunity to all of the vaccine companies, which means zero liability if anything happens to you. That's why they put all those cases on hold. They're not going to pay any of those claims. They're going to tell you you volunteered to take an experimental drug. They're not going to tell you they forced it on you and all this other stuff and they violated your rights. Because that's over now. As I said, in New York City, they outlawed the masks. But it's people who won't take them off now. They're wearing two and three masks. Oh, I don't want to take a chance. Do you see how psychologically they have us brainwashed? To where part of the population is going to take five or six or seven booster shots to prove that their government isn't lying to them. You're going to put your life on the line to prove these politicians don't lie. We know they don't tell the truth. 
Because election after election, look at all the promises they make and look at how they come through on these promises. The only promise that Biden made was I'm going to wipe out student debt. And they dial back and say, well, we're going to wipe it out up to 20,000. And it has to be a school accredited by the government. And as a matter of fact, it's in the Supreme Court to where they're challenging if he has the power to even do that. I.e., they're not going to wipe out the student debt. They're going to drag it out until the next election. And whoever's running for the next president, that's going to be a part of his platform, too. At what point do we start to call these people on their shit? Let me ask you something, listeners. Have you ever lied on a job application? Have you ever lied to get a job? Have you ever embellished on some of the facts to get a job? Do you know that 90% of the transcripts and, and, and diplomas and, and fake uh, degrees in this country are bogus? Fake. You can buy them on the black market. So I say that to say this. Do you think a politician wouldn't lie to get the job? You wouldn't think he would embellish on his application about the works he's done in the community to be a, a greater public servant? And this is what we're looking at. These people fighting for position to move up the chain as to, you know what, I'm going to run for governor. But the person didn't do anything as a mayor. But he learned how to play the game. Say what he needs to say to get your vote and then keep it moving. Like right now, you have the politicians in overdrive in the black community, Democrats particularly, trying to, you know, rally for our vote yet again. And they offer nothing to us. What are they going to say? We're going to take away vaccine mandates? Like, look at the, the platforms they run on. And no one has asked these politicians, what happened to the money? What happened to the $7 trillion that was printed? Because less than a trillion dollars went to the people and the bailouts and the PPP loans. And all these corporations, they got fraudulent PPP loans. We as a collective have to start looking at some forms of truth. And our discussions have to be embedded in truth. Otherwise, we're going to just be emotionally bashing each other and pointing fingers at each other. And all the while... The original crooks that caused a problem for you and me, they're running off with our wallets. Everyone's praising the mayor like he's lifting a mandate when five months ago it said that they had no power to even issue the mandate. So how does he get praised for lifting something that's illegal? But but when when they feel they're talking to a population of babies, right, because they think that we're a childlike people. A population of people that are just incompetent, don't know no better, and we got to baby step them, right? That's why they gave you the coronavirus task force briefings. Remember that? Every every 30 minutes, they were doing the round-the-clock news briefings of the corona task force, and what did they show us? Colorful graphs with a bunch of numbers on it. See, they had to get us invested into the propaganda early on. Oh, my God, it's so deadly. A million people died. Where's the funerals? New York City alone, they said, we're running out of places to bury people. But yet, they stopped the funerals. So where did you bury them? They covered up and said, we're going to bury them on Hart Island. Now, if anyone knows the history of Hart Island, Hart Island, they used as like a landfill. They, they, they buried dead soldiers over there. They have thousands of unmarked graves on Hart Island of bodies that just were tossed over there. So if I then say... 
we got so many bodies from COVID. We're going to bury people on that same land. How would you tell the difference of who got buried yesterday and who's been over there for 20 years when none of the graves are marked on Hart Island? So if they pulled that in the biggest, the largest city in the world, New York City, they have most heavily populated and, 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 and dense and most culturally diverse. They can pull that in your state. And we've seen it. Everybody's seen the hospitals empty and even the hospitals that were occupied. My sister was a lab technician. So she gave the test to people coming into the hospital. She gave them the COVID test. Right. She was the lab technician that, you know, put everything on the PCR spin cycle and, and, and would test these things. And my younger sister just so happened to be admitted into the hospital. My sister works in a lab. She sees my sister in the hospital like they had her in the COVID ward. But here's the crazy thing. My sister was able to go into the computer and find my sister's case. They never gave her a COVID test. So they admitted my younger sister, never gave her a COVID test, but they immediately parked her in the COVID ward. See, it was all propaganda. It was like, once you're at the hospital, we're going to say you're here for COVID. You could have been here for a damn aspirin, but you're not going to leave. So when my sister seen that, she questioned it and her supervisor got up in arms. Well, wait a minute. Why was she placed in the COVID ward, but y'all have her listed in the computer to take a COVID test eight hours from now? So y'all got a crystal ball. Y'all already know that her test is going to be positive. But the same thing I mentioned is for a reason. My younger sister left that hospital. They told her she had COVID. She calls me in tears. And I'm telling sister, don't let them put that spell on you. It's bullshit. I tell her to go to her private physician. Take another test. The test is negative. So who do you want to believe? A few months later, she, she has diabetes. So she was there again for, you know, she had a, a spike in her sugar. So she goes back to get checked on in the hospital. They tell her again she has COVID. And they say she has pneumonia in the left lung, then the right lung. But all they were looking at was mucus on the x-ray. And they were just making it up saying it's COVID. How do I know this? This I'm talking of, of proof in my own family. So they tell my younger sister that she has COVID. I tell her again. Leave that hospital, go somewhere else and take another test. And it was negative. But here's the thing. They listed in their paperwork that my younger sister had COVID twice. Do you know that's $172,000 per COVID claim? So that hospital just submitted my sister's name twice for a, a virus that she didn't have. They said she had COVID twice. And all these tests are bogus. Let's go to the test by themselves. Let's go to the, 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 the Abbott lab testing that created the Binance uh, COVID test that everyone seems to be taking. The most popular one. Do you know a year into this pandemic, they closed the lab down because they said the tests were ineffective and we don't need them. But after they created the propaganda for the test, they opened up the same lab that they closed down. The same lab they told them in the article. Get those test kits out the trash we threw away. It's time to package those up. I'm in line at Dwayne Reed. I'm, I'm seeing a European gentleman come in with 15 tests in his hand that he brought for his family. He said all these tests are inaccurate. I want a refund. He's arguing with the clerk at, at, at Dwayne Reed. I want a refund. These tests are inaccurate. And, and, and the clerk tells him, we only can buy half of those tests back. You got to take them to another pharmacy for a refund. How are these things allowed to be sold? 
Because as a collective population, we're not calling them out on it. We're just letting this thing die down and then they just make up some new shit. Monkeypox. You about to catch Martian Martian worms. That's the new shit. Martian worms. You gonna wake up tomorrow and they're gonna say people got Martian worms. They're gonna say, yo, from one of our expeditions, one of the astronauts brought back some dust from Mars. And he was in a bar and he blew the dust in the bar. And then now niggas got Martian worms out here. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got more from Martian worms to Ebola to monkeypox to RLS. Remember that they had the respiratory syndrome for, for the younger children. All of this stuff seemed to just disappear by the same people controlling the media that told you, hey, we got it all under control. So. In conclusion, guys, the truth is the only thing that will set us free. Truth is universal. The truth is one race. And it's only one race, humanity. And it's time for us to understand that the unity we're all wanting and that camaraderie and that look out for my fellow neighbor and my fellow man and woman. It's all coming from truth. You can't let one people benefit from a lie And the rest of everyone else is at the detriment of that lie for wanting the truth, for just wanting the truth. And that's the thing. They still can't be honest with us about this whole thing. They will never tell us that this whole thing started not from Hunan and the the bat soup, but it started from the NIH, a paid flu study ran by Fauci. That's why he was the head figure to be the head of the expertise of infectious diseases. When he's the same guy that was behind the AIDS scandal. And I'll cover that on my podcast on the next episode. Because the guy, uh, Carrie Mullis, right? Carrie Mullis, he was the guy that created the PCR test. And he said the PCR tests were never meant to, to, to pull out infectious diseases. And in fact, our gut has thousands of viruses in there within our bacteria that doesn't harm us. And that the PCR test just magnifies something that's already in you. That's not a detriment. But if I tell you so, now that propaganda makes you sick, right? You know, when somebody goes to the hospital, part of you getting sick is the doctor giving you the bad news. Oh, you got cancer. You got six months to live. Before you came to the doctors, you was in the best of health. But just to hear that mental bad news... It now puts a strain on the physical body. So most of the people that once they told them they had COVID, that's where the panic happened. You got people in in states of depression laying in hospital beds for days, not moving, building up mucus onto the lungs, causing an issue, wearing a mask while they're in the hospital, causing an issue that will lead them to end up on a ventilator. So what we're looking at yet again, collectively from this, this country, we're looking at the Hegelian dialectic. And I'll leave you guys with that. The Hegelian dialectic translates to problem, reaction, solution. We create the problem. It's a pandemic. Reaction. It's life-threatening. You should be terrified. Solution. We're here to save you. So we create a virus, release it into the public, and then further release it into the public by injecting it in their bloodstream by way of a vaccine. We save the day. You guys are in constant fear and we control your livelihood. That's what we're looking at. 
And if you want to pass that reality on to your children, because in 10, 20 years, they'll be the adults. We have this moment in history to tell them the truth. When your child asks you, I don't want to take the vaccine, dad. I don't want to wear this mask, mom. What do you tell them? Play this commentary for them and let them know you're here to stand up for them. Let them know, you know what? You're my child and I'm going to protect your life because we're dealing with elected officials that were paid to protect us. But if someone paid them a bigger sum to cause your demise, they're going to take that money every time. So again, as I said, family, if you would like to book a consultation with me to go over creating your religious exemption letter, if you should need it with ever field, if you needed to travel, if you needed to go on a cruise, if you needed to go in an international flight, you don't want to get tested because, you know, this thing is bogus. Reach out to me. We can write this letter. You get it notarized. I guarantee you it's going to be accepted anywhere. And if I help you with this letter for yourself, you can also use that same letter for your child's school. So reach out to me. My email is help with my exemption at gmail.com. Help with my exemption, all one word, at gmail.com. Reach out to me. Walk in faith and not in fear. I love you guys in life. I thank you for just investing some of your time with me on this morning. You can have been doing something else. But I know that this information that you received can help you and others. Walk in faith and not in fear. Peace, love, and light. Until next time, I am your host, JF Bay. This is the Third Eye High podcast. We deal with this facts over feelings. And I'm just here to shine my light your way to help you find your light switch and keep your light lit. Peace, love, and more light.